0: Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness, the best in health and nutrition and wellness and run training and mindset training and you name it. You want to live a better life? ContiFitness.net.
1: Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness, and uh, that's my company, uh, High Five Health and Fitness. So uh, we do online health coaching and uh, all these things that make you feel good. So if you know if you're picking up what I'm putting down, and uh, you think you want to work with me, uh, come check it out. High Five Health and Fitness dot com. We are also very excited to be
0: live podcasting and an official sponsor of the Festival of the C5K. It is the fifth annual Festival of the C5K. It is on September 21st, 2019, 8 a.m. sharp. Brian, are you pumped about this or I'm,
1: what? I'm pumped. Like, And if you want the two fit crazies to come and shout you out as you're crossing the finish line yeah. of a 5K, come. come like and- Susie Smith, Yeah, you are a Festival of the, f- of the C5K <laughs> finisher. The voice of God, right? You know, uh-huh. like, uh, you... That is your finish line. We're get gonna on. totally no, do it like no, Iron Man. It's gonna, no, it's gonna be totally. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be I've great. done a, I've done a couple. Of, you know, I've done MC and jobs at, at, at finish lines of races before, and it's just a ton of fun. This is it's this just, is exactly
0: a week away from my Iron Man in Maryland, uh-huh. so it's gonna be on like Donkey Kong. If you would like some extra little promo, get some save some money, just put down the word Conti C O N T I save you some money on that registration.
1: And uh that, that website is so festival, festival of the C five K dot com. So festival F E S T I V A L of O F the C five, the number five K dot com.
0: Thanks for that, Brian. You're welcome.
1: See you all there. Yeah. It is Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. You bet your ass we're Fit
0: Crazies. Oh my God. (laughs) If I don't eat, I'm going to fall off my chair. That's where we're at right now. We need
1: like an outtakes reel sometimes.
0: (laughs) The outtakes reel is like X-rated. Not X-rated, it's just like... It's R-rated. There's cursing. X-rated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's where we forget to wear pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's episode... Okay, let's bring it in, Christine. It's, let's bring it in.
0: It's episode 117 today. It, it is. And Dr. Anthony Beck was
1: great. Really good.
0: Really good. He's His <laughs> accent is fantastic. He's coming to us from Florida. North Carolina boy. And he's super educated and he's doing things for people that uh, honestly this is where the future of medicine and fitness and nutrition should go you're looking at the whole person and not just one teeny tiny focus it's
1: it's you know Bam. as as we've known it uh, or the way that it is set up now he takes an unconventional uh, Approach to helping people, and it's getting away completely from you know the standard that we're used to, uh, you know standard care, which is you know treating symptoms and and uh, you know pills and and uh, you know the the interventions that that take place are really one-sided and and we get into uh how he works with people uh, he does everything online too he's uh you know he's virtual since uh he said 2009 and uh you know just interesting that he's able to um to, to help the people that the way that he does by you know doing all the panels and all the labs and all the things that that you know a, 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 you know a doctor would do conventionally but then looking at it differently looking at the environment looking at the nutrition looking at at the mindset and and looking at everything in a way that um, matches that person, not the playbook and uh you know it's just it's just very interesting and boy he's got a way about him right he's got oh the, he's hysterical. he's got the gift of gab and mm-hmm. he i uh, i think you guys are really going to be entertained uh by dr Beck. and it, you know it's just a lot of fun and information you know a lot of information do
0: the right thing in the right order that's i I really like that takeaway that I got from right. him, and I think that the way he describes it. Again, he goes into some very medical, you know, technical terms that he really does look at everything you're, you're going to get, you know, soup to nuts, that whole analysis and, and it might not not just be one thing that we need to adjust.
1: Right. You know, and, and like in running, you know, we we always say there's, there's the, you know, in order to get ahead, sometimes you got to slow down. Or in order to get faster, sometimes you need to slow down. And it doesn't always make sense. But by slowing down, you can see everything a lot better. And I think that that's the approach that, 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 that you know, my takeaway from this is that he's just looking at it as, a, you know, in a more holistic as in whole thing uh you know and and just seeing it and he's able to help a whole lot of people and he does get into some uh, of his success stories and and uh and it's just very interesting i think you're really going to enjoy this episode quit googling stuff everybody and thinking that it's all
0: facts how about that
1: there you go stop
0: with the wikipedia
1: That WebMD.
0: Seriously. There's
1: a very good chance you didn't get bit by that African spider that's making your arm numb.
0: There's a very good chance that the rash is not cancer.
1: Really good chance. You know. (laughs) See? So... We gotta, we gotta, we gotta take the, take a look at things as as what they are and where they are, and uh, that's what he does a good job with. And uh, you know, he does he does the best job of explaining how he does it himself. And uh, we'll let him do that. Uh, here we go, episode one seventeen of the Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast with Doctor Anthony Beck. Enjoy. <laughs>
0: Christine Conti and I'm Brian
1: Prendergast, and
0: we are two fit crazies, we are where it's at, you know where it's at, tell us, what episode is this, Brian, 116,
1: 117, I don't know, you get, you pop quiz, sorry, Jesus you know. Conti. I don't even know, I, uh, you know, what day it is, what hour it is, I just know that we, uh, we sit down and we have a, a, a date scheduled with uh, Dr. Anthony Beck. I love it. It was good enough to come to us from Florida today, Florida.
2: Oh geez. Florida. <laughs> How you doing, Doc? Oh man. oh man, great, lovely, and delicious as always. And uh we're having a balmy, you know, ninety-two degree day down here. It's actually quite sunny, but I know I'm indoors. <laughs> it's all right. Summertime, right? Yeah. I chased the princesses off to uh to Disney World with the uh with, with my my lovey and uh so we've got a quiet house. Ah
0: Nice. So, North. tell our listeners North. where where are you coming to us in Florida? So, where are you located exactly?
2: Yeah. So, I am three miles due west of the happiest place on earth. That'd be Walt Disney World.
0: <laughs> I was like, my house? What?
2: <laughs> uh, what, what? I do see fireworks from my bedroom every night. I'm just saying. No. Uh, yeah. That's so I'm really that close. Cool. I'm just uh, just around the 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 bin as the crow flies down here. Yep, just right around the corner. It's not so, so bad. Orlando it.
1: Now it's not so bad down there. Now does that make things busy for you? Is that uh is that um you know or is it able once you get about 3 miles away from the park is it somewhat slow down?
2: Yeah, it slows down over here. I'm in uh you know the Windermere Winter Garden area, you know, and uh it's 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 a lot chillaxing over here. We don't have all that hustle and bustle <laughs> over there. We kind of keep them at bay.
1: But you got to make a living though. So what do you do?
2: Oh man, well I'm a uh well I do that virtually. You know, I I, I live online, baby. So in um Ever since uh, January 2009, I've had a uh, virtual uh, practice where I help uh, patients using my method, known as Balance Protocol, and I train other doctors, clinicians, and health coaches to uh, do what I do and get you know profound uh, clinical outcomes. So I'm a, a virtual kind of guy, but you know I'm only probably doing that uh, three days a week. The rest of the time, I do like to get outside and get on some of that sweat and sunshine.
0: So Balance Protocol is that what it's Good called?
2: Man. That's it. Balance so protocol.
0: tell us. All right. So tell our listeners, you know, exactly what that is. And we got to get into the story after that. So what is it?
2: Uh, well, balanced protocol is a um, systemized approach of applying uh, health and wellness strategies. So basically, it's a uh, it's called the two three five eight framework. So we ask certain questions, and we do the you know, which leads us to you know doing the right thing in the right order in the context of the five causes of all disease or imbalances, and then we apply it to all eight systems of the body. Right. So. Um, you'll probably appreciate this. So I, I was going to uh, school at old dominion university over there in Norfolk, just down the road from you two crazies. And, um, I was all set to uh, wear the uniform. You remember this is, this is uh top, top gun days. And, uh, which the new movies come out. I'm really stoked about that. I saw that. I did you too. Whew, man. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so it was a big impact on my life. Needless to say. And, uh, so I was going to get a commission, um, in the Navy or Marine Corps to fly jets. I decided to, uh, belay that because I had this um, blonde-haired, blue-eyed lady um, come into my life. It happens. So I, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, good good thing I was, uh, you know, doing uh, sports med exercise physiology. There's a nice uh, ACSM lab um, uh, lab there at ODU, or it was back in the day, it was a long time ago. And, um, you know, so that was the thing is I just kind of had to go in a in a different direction. So fast forward, that took me through You know, into the health and wellness field, and uh, and and into medicine and that kind of jazz. So, um, I kind of had an iteration that way to always just be active because I was a country boy from North Carolina, and I loved to be outside in the sunshine, and the water, and the surf. And you know, we were broke as hell, and so uh, you know, living in a single wide trailer growing up, we didn't go to doctors, and doctors early on, you know, put my mom into a. A, a coma when she came out, she was a type one diabetic. They killed her pancreas, all kinds of fun stories. So I was like, well, you know what I want to, I want to help people be healthy and, uh, and well and uh, avoid disease and do things like that. But we got to focus on different things. And so my model of the world kind of evolved from that. Right. So I, I really took a big um, issue with, you know, what was out there in the space, you know, dietary supplements and health. stuff. this is all before Facebook and, and, you know, the internet, Right, that scary that scary place with all the information. That's right. You know the Dewey Decimal System. You know card catalogs. That's that's where I I spent my time. People
0: loved libraries. I'm (laughs) sorry, you know that's where we did your research.
2: It was the it was the smell of those books, man. That was aromatherapy back then.
0: (laughs) I still I still smell books. Yeah, so I
2: just I've started uh, working with patients, and then after about four or five years in, I kind of realized that. there was more to it than uh, the typical medical approach or the naturopathy approach or that kind of fun stuff. And I go, man, there's patterns, and there's things that are more important uh, that people need to focus on, um, and one of which is the fact that we're all a category of one, as I say. It's Everyone is biochemically and genetically unique. So you can't treat diseases with a different medicine cabinet. Right. So in other words, you can't just go. You don't want to give diabetes, you know, metformin and and, you know, glipizide and glucophage and all that kind of fun stuff. And the same thing, you can't give them, you know, turmeric and, you know, garcinia, cambogia and chromium. That's it's just not how that works. So you have to look at more factors. And that's where balance protocols uh, you know, origins came from. It's like, hold on a second. There's these patterns um, that we should apply to look at the individual differently. You know, kind of like same in the fitness space. Not everybody has the same frame or capacity or uh, functional movement or need. And you don't train somebody, you know, to be a swimmer the same as being a crossfitter, you know, you know, competitor. There's there's different functional movements and systems in the body that will respond to different things. And uh, that's kind of where that all came out of. So uh, I specialize in resolving chronic uh, complex uh, conditions for people. But I do so with a focus on the individual story, their biochemical individuality, um, their environment, all the way from you know air, water, light, sound, EMF, and food. And then we move on to the GI. Not everybody goes, oh, it all starts on the gut. And it actually doesn't. Uh, then we get into the mindset and uh the, you know, the mental and cognition stuff. We get into the immune system. Structural components of the cells and the physical body, and we get into you know, energy production, oxidative stress, then we move on to hormones and neurotransmitters, and then lastly, we approach biotransformation and detoxification. So there's an order of operations that the framework affords, so that way you're doing the right things but in the right order, all based upon the individual. So that's the long and short of it.
0: Now, how did you come up with this whole idea? I mean, obviously the research out there and the reason why Brian and I started this podcast, because there's so much white noise out there. It's oh, yeah, this person sure. tells me to do this and I'm supposed to get healthy. I mean, just the other day I had something going on with my foot and people, I mean, the things that people told me to do, I was like, have you ever even researched any of this? Like who told you this? Where'd you find this out? Oprah, um, Oprah, right? right. hmm. It was Wikipedia, yeah, actually. I think. <laughs> um, but again, you 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 have a very oh, yeah. good old Doctor
2: Google. Oh, geez. Well, yeah. The, where, where I came up is my patients, right? So I've, I'm famous for saying that my patients have been my greatest teachers. You know, when you when you have a different focus and you see the the the, the individual across from you as your boss, not the boss, right? Uh, that that you're the boss. I'm not. You know, I've worked for for my you know clients and patients. So. The thing is, is, you know, I'm tasked with resolving things. Well, in order to resolve something, you have to know, well, how did you wind up there, right? How did you get there? What's – now, some people use the similar vernacular and say, well, we do, do root cause medicine. And what they're going to tell everybody is, oh, get rid of gluten, dairy, lectins, antinutrients, oxalates, <laughs> you know, nightshades, and, and and like everything, all those – I call them niche pickers, right? Yeah. Like I was telling you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm a philanthropist and, and educator and – that kind of stuff, I'm not a marketer, right? The best right. part so is when they're like, what's they- gluten? <laughs> yeah, they're all like, well, you know, Dr. Beck, you need to pick a niche. I said, what do you mean pick a niche? I was like, okay, well, I, you know, help people resolve chronic disease. And they go, no, that's too broad. You got to pick like, you know, GI health and then go deeper like SIBO. You know? Or you can just say <laughs> lime. You know, everything is lime. Or what about thyroid? And I'm like going, dude, I don't swim with all those people. And I know them. And uh, anyway, so I, I learned from my patients that they're far more complex and convoluted and nuanced, and it's all about context, context, context. And so the thing is, is I, I research, I spend just gobs of times, you know, in, in the library and stuff like that, studying uh, the works of other great masters before me, you know, way from, you know, Bernard Jensen to um, uh, George Watson and, and uh, Ravici and Reams and Riddick and, And and walls, wall, like there's tons. Right. So you you take a look and see all these people that were not connected, but kind of lived in the same time. And, um, you know, I just found out what what was pertinent and extracted that. Uh, And then I started applying it through the lives of, you know, thousands and thousands of patients and then testing the model. Um, and I always did it based upon broad spectrum laboratory workup. You know, I just don't go, oh, you're complaining of bloating, fullness, and distension, uh, and you're constipated, and then you also have fatigue, insomnia, and lower back pain, and they're going to go, oh, yep, yep, that's your bow. You know, or some chiropractors say, oh, that's vertebral subluxation. We just need to crack your back, you know, three <laughs> times a week for the next eight weeks. <laughs> Uh, I'm going, hold on a second. How does that replace a zinc deficiency or B12 deficiency? I'm going, you know, I believe in chiropractors. They really, you know, I've I've learned a lot from them and trained quite a bit of them. Um, but I'm like, no, that's not it. So it has to be everything. It can't be just one thing. So that's what the epiphany was. Is like, hold on a second. Is it okay that it can be multifactorial? And I go, yeah, it has to be. But then you just, you know, w- well, what do you do? The toolbox can't just be drugs and surgery. Well, the toolbox can't be, you know, your spice cabinet either. Right. <laughs> right? Just throw some turmeric and some coconut oil and now it's MCT. I don't know how long you guys have been in the fitness stuff, but back then we used to call it, you know, fractionated coconut oil. Remember from Twin Labs? Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. That was it. It was the funniest thing, but no, oh, no now it's in, or a complaint. Everybody's got an opinion, like, you know, put some butter on it, or, you know, apple cider vinegar will do that, or you just need some some turmeric, or you need this essential oil. And they're treating that thing. They get no context. So that was the big differentiator for me was realizing that you had to start with a real deep dive into the patient's story and what separates them from everybody else. Patients didn't like that. They wanted relief. They wanted a pill and they wanted to move on and keep doing the same damn thing that got them sick in the beginning. With. And I learned from the very beginning to to preface it and say, listen, this is a journey. It's a process. We got to get a deep dive in your story. We need to substantiate it with a broad uh, array of, of laboratory assessments, you know, um, very uh, objective data, and then uh, put it together in in a plan to change. Because if something's been bugging you for months or years, you can't expect the magic to happen by just taking some some pills. I just realized that you know patients were far more, you know, beautiful and complex than stuff.
1: All right. So I guess what what I want to start with is when when um, you know you you have a very very Wide outlook as 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 at each and every patient. How does that hinder your approach, or how does it? I mean, most doctors. The things we hear is they don't have time to treat things this way. How how do you have the time to treat things this way? I mean, as a practice, you know, is it? um, I guess cost effective. Is it a thing that that you know really uh, is something that other doctors should be looking at? Obviously, if you're able to help these people. How is it that you are able to look at these things in the same in the way that most doctors we're told now aren't able to do?
2: Well, the first thing is I take out the middleman, get out the medical mafia, right? So I don't I like use that. any Yeah, no no third party reimbursement, right? Okay. So uh that that's the first thing. So now when you when you opt out of that and I essentially become now a consultant, right? So right. I don't I'm not practicing medicine per se. So, we change the uh, the way that we we look at the interaction or the relationship to the patient, right? So, you know, I hang up the lab coat and stethoscope, and I actually talked and getting to know my patient. And so, the, what we do is is we extend the patient encounter time. It's not seven point six minutes, and then you bill it and you get thirty five bucks. So then, you know, you see forty patients a day. You actually start to make some money, right? So, I change the interaction. By opting out of that, that method of doing it. Uh, and, and one of the best ways to do that is to not have somebody expect somebody else to pay for it. So all of my uh, patients, they, um, they fund working with me in programs so where we commit to a time uh together generally it's three six months 12 months different things like that uh depending upon their case because some people you know we can just knock things out pretty pretty relatively quickly or some people just don't need as much ongoing support as others but anyway so i created a new model and that was the thing is, is so i don't have um the encumbrance of the limited time in some cold you know Exam room with you know, expired magazines. <laughs> you see what I mean? That we so, all that we know all too well. We all know that you know you make an appointment and you, you know weeks or months in advance. Then you sit and you wait. <laughs> you know, yeah. And that, that that just didn't work. I said, well, how about we do this? How about we, um, you know, extend the patient encounter? Now, in two thousand and nine, January, um, I went completely virtual. Not by. A choice, but my best friend actually stabbed me in the back while I was practicing with. <laughs> and anyway, so I found myself now, because, you know, I reinventing, I said, well, you know, I'm going to do things virtually. And so I started seeing uh, patients via um, the internet and over uh, a webcam from the comfort of their own home, and they loved it, right? And so you, when, when you do that and you put them in that relaxing environment, it's amazing when you have two friends, you know, over a, a beverage, what you can talk about. And patients open up, you learn more, you're not rushed, you have that time together. You know, we're spending, you know, 20, 30, 40, an hour, you know, sometimes together. And, um, you know, we, we, it allows us to do it. So that's how I was able to do it is is to just change the, d- the definition of the patient encounter. And it makes all the difference in the world because there's only so much time that we can convey, you know, doctors these days. They have that system, that turnstile. I even see my colleagues that are chiropractors doing that, you know, the stack them, crack them, and whack them game, right? And um, so what happens is this revolving door, and it's a short encounter, and the patients are then going out, getting on the internet, looking for answers that they didn't make time, and then they come across blogs, you know, that are just full of misinformation, and all they are is just glorified, you know, sales pages, you know, selling a pill for every ill, all the pills, potions, and powders. You know, you so you get you know the doctor axes, and I'll call them out by name, I ain't afraid. Yeah, so I mean, you know the, Mercola and all these other guys uh-huh. And I'm not talking about them as people. I'm talking about what the the truth is, you know, because I know behind the scenes what the deal is. But the point is is people go looking for this information in searches, so it's cold, it's disconnected. There's no inclusionary or exclusionary criteria for them. And and so yeah, everybody's gonna tell you what to do for your disease or imbalance without even asking a single question about you. They're just gonna say, hey, do you have this? Then here's the options of taking this. How does that ever work? We don't we don't pick spouses that way. <laughs> I mean, dating for crying out loud takes longer than that. People blow my mind. They'll go in for a recommended surgical procedure having only talked to their doctor for maybe net if you added it up twenty or thirty minutes. It's a lot of trust there. That's really frightening yeah. to think about. Oh, that's oh true. my gosh! Don't don't do that with someone on the internet. It's even you didn't even talk to somebody for crying out loud, right? So that's what happens. So docs out there, they, they have to change the way they do it. I always tell patients, I want you to demand a higher level of, of health care from your providers, people that will listen and make time and educate. That's that's what the term doctor is Latin for, drosere, or, or is you know, doctor is teacher so they just they they've lost their soul because you know they they're having somebody else pay for it
0: i think that's true for almost anything if if i'm you know if we're reading this correctly especially our listeners we talk all the time about you know people want to get healthy they want to feel better and they just randomly wander into a big box gym facility or you know you yeah. you're getting information from I'd say it, you know, it's like Susie, you know, Susie Homemaker who's selling some sort of pill or, or protein powder or something. And, you know, here's how we're going to change your life.
1: Yeah. Or the, the, you know, the clickbait headlines at the checkout line of the supermarket. You know, this is the one for you. You know, this is the, this is, yeah, it's interesting.
0: But it's do your homework and, and talk and have those conversations. I have to say, I was, you know, I'm working with a couple people that, you know, they really want some different ways to, to improve, you know, they want to go out and run or they want to do something that they haven't done. They've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I say to them, I said, if, if you want to, to just do a running program, I said, Google it, save yourself some money. Cause that's yeah. not how I'm going to function. I said, and, and you, you've all these other things going on in life and you've got to see the whole person. And I think what you're saying, especially with, you know, your whole life And your mission of what you're doing is that it is not about one thing. And you, you know, you can't just here, do this and it's going to help you. And I would, I know this is sad, but I was, I joked around Brian earlier this week, my this foot issue I was going on and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I should probably just have a turmeric martini. I'm sure that'll take care of everything, you know, because those are the gold, things. That,
2: some golden milk latte, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm
0: sure that you know, because those are the kind of crazy things that yeah. you hear from people, and I'm like, sure. you have no idea what else yeah. is going on or whatnot, and and I think you know what you said with doctors is so true, and I think everyone should sit back and ask themselves, is that the end all be all, or when? they're not getting these answers or this time and then going to the internet. I mean, God, you might have a little rash on your finger and all of a sudden you'll go to the internet. And now you're dying. And yeah, it's it, where, where do we get this? Where do we find this? And, and why is it so important that you put all the pieces together?
2: Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing is I, I always say, raise your standard. People need to, first of all, say, Hey, hold on a second. You know what, what, you know because like you'll see studies people will try to substantiate the same kind of info space will say things like well studies showed or linked or something like that sure. and so that that's that's a false narrative right because it you, you know most of these studies are only n equals I don't know seven twelve thirty or so maybe a handful I have an n equals tens of thousands so though mine is technically anecdotal next second word evidence it's still a level of evidence. I don't need studies to substantiate what I do. And I tell patients, don't believe me either just because I'm young, clean-cut, and kind of cute and enthusiastic, <laughs> okay? All right? I'm 20% chick. I'm surrounded by princesses. What say? <laughs> So the thing about it is I said, check my map. Here's how I came by it, right? So I, it's the true know-how, K-N-O-W. Not Most of the time it's just know-how. People just talk about things. So there's no really how to do it, no differentiation. I mean, heck, we try on shoes before we buy them, right? We test drive a car. We're just gonna go, oh, you know, oh, you need an automobile? Here's an automobile, uh, you know. And we're like, hold on, I mean, I can't can drive that big old tractor. It's an automobile, or here's this little Vespa that'll get you back and forth to work. So it's context, and so the big issue is, is who, that's the biggest question I've asked all my my audience, if you will, and stuff about it. And They go, well, who do you believe? Right? how do we believe and I'm like well the first thing is they should first seek to understand you and how you're different than everybody else you know like what your mama told you honey you're special right so the thing is is you are right and so the thing is you got to f- have, have a, a way of differentiating you from everybody else or if you're going to substantiate your approach by using some of these other methods because they there's there's there is a time for keto there's a time for a vegan there's a time for Mediterranean there's a time for all these different methods But how do you know which one is for you or not? Well, you better have some data. And the way to do that is with very simple, you know, different labs. But sometimes it's poop. Sometimes it's pee. It's spit. It's blood. You know, it depends. And that's how you really come at it is to find out how does it apply to you or not apply to you. Not just here. I'm going to try this or that. That make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. So I think, so that's the big, that's the how, that's what patients need to do is accept the fact that they're, they're individual. Then what I call Q square, M square, qualify, quantify, measure, and monitor. And then that's how you do it. And then the other thing is, is for crying out loud, look at the person you're getting advice from. I mean, there's so many people out there that are, oof, they got central obesity, their hair's falling out, their skin's all jacked up, dark circles in their eyes. And Wow. I mean that's the other thing. I mean people really need to practice what they preach. So that is a fair litmus in my, in my scale.
1: Here, here. So take us through this, Sal. Give us uh maybe some examples, some success stories. I know you've uh you know you say that there are that there are many of them. Uh maybe a way that you started with somebody, determined what there was their, their issue was and took them through um, you know, your balance protocol to uh to help them out.
2: Yeah. Well, there's a couple of ones, and one's, one that has a good ending, one that has a bad ending. Just here recently, uh, one I can tell you, her name is uh, Courtney. She is, uh, um, uh, and she won't mind me telling her story, Courtney Contos. And uh, she is a, a chef, um, uh, and her husband's a chef as well, and they're just an awesome couple. She lived up in Vermont. She had a cooking school, and she was uh, rated top school by Food and Wine magazine, um, legit in the culinary area. Anyways, she was a a, a, a friend uh, of one of my students, a doctor, you know, Caroline Shear out in Oregon, who is who's trained with me and has left conventional medicine and come over to learn balance protocol and functional medicine with me. And she has a a wonderful virtual practice, too. So the thing about it is, is that so her long um, childhood friend came to her and said, hey, oh, my gosh, my life sucks. I've got rheumatoid arthritis. I can barely walk. It's, you know, it's, you know, because this is the foot story for you, Christine. So she's a lot of her bones were fusing in her foot. She was overweight. She was fatigued, all kinds of issues, like lots. And so um, she started working um, with, with my protege, Dr. Shear, and she started working through balance protocol. And then in just a few short months after, you know, we did a full workup because uh, we did it together as a case study. You know, so, and so um, when uh, Dr. Shear was working with her and stuff, she I was training her. At, and so we used this as a study. And we documented because I knew it was going to hit it out of the ballpark because of the fact that when the, the worst cases are the best ones, because those are the ones we can really just do amazing things. So long story less boring is, is so she applied the protocol. We, we covered four factors, environment, lifestyle, mindset and nutrition. And we did a full uh, deep dive into her story, um, assessed her environment, her mindset, all the things that were going. Then we just worked it through the framework, through the protocol. And she applied you know we did, of course, you know all the laboratory tests and workup. we did a GI panel, we did a metabolic analysis panel, urine, organic acids, amino acids study, fatty acid study, neurotransmitters, lots of fun stuff like that, and uh, food intolerance panels. And we gathered all the data. And then we took it through the sobering framework of Mounds Protocol, and we we had a 100% compliant patient. Needless to say, fast forward, she's got a fantastic testimonial. Rheumatoid arthritis gone, dare we say the cure word. Um, She's down like 30-some, 38 pounds, energy's back, feels amazing. She goes, you know what? This gave me a new lease on life. I'm actually moving from Vermont. I'm going down to Florida because her husband is Hispanic, Cuban descent. So it you know, kind of draws them down to the to the to the heat a little bit. So she sold her school, closed it up, and she said, "You know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to train. I want to learn functional medicine, balanced protocol. It just changed her life. It was an unbelievable story." Um, but here's the caveat: she did have a structural deviation in her uh, um, her bones and her feet, so she had to have a surgical intervention to correct that. So it's okay. We're not poo-pooing drugs or surgery; they have their place, but to up and to a point, it required a surgical intervention. She went in that, did that. We did the things that we needed to recover from the surgery and the healing of all that kind of fun stuff, um, and she's just a whole nother lady, just tremendously different just by applying it. And um, so that's a, that's a recent win. Let, you know, let have, me ask uh,
1: you a question about that. What, yeah. what is something that maybe you did with her based on the data and the reports that you ran on, 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 you know, on everything and the tests that were done? What's something that you maybe did for her that you might not do for somebody else who, you know, might return something a little bit close but similar but not exactly the same? I mean how, how fine-tuned does it get once you do receive that data?
2: Well, like for instance, uh, how do you feed the person? Right. So how you combine your food is needs to be based upon your metabolic status. What are the metabolites of your mitochondria doing? You know, the what I call the the suck, squeeze, bang and blow. Right. The, the, the eight cylinder engine yeah. of your respiratory proteins. Right. So the mitochondria. So you, different things will respond in different ways. And then so then we took a look at her certain biomarkers like her lactate, her pyruvate and beta hydroxybutyrate. So based upon those levels, we can determine. If she is a, a, a ketogenic imbalance or a glucogenic imbalance, also known as fast oxidizer or slow oxidizer. so you have to feed a person based upon their current metabolic consumption. How is the engine tuned? Is it wired for you know high test or can you you know put some regular old just unleaded in there right So we would have most people would have just gone, okay, we're going to eat whole foods. We would have gone organic, locally sourced, sustained nine gmo all those wonderful monikers but that doesn't tell you how to combine them it's like the difference in you know you can take ingredients like eggs milk and flour and you can either make a crepe or you can make a cupcake <laughs> the volume of each determines what happens when you apply the heat to it right the characteristics change so for her we had to apply the proper combination of her macros not being dogmatic about calories in calories out or any of that kind of stuff So the thing about it is, is so we, that was the one differentiation is, you know, we fed her based upon her current metabolic status. And then as the person gets better, that changes. You know, it's not just, you know, hey, eat a high fat ketogenic diet. Oftentimes the person actually needs just the opposite. And I I believe so in in her particular case, that's how it was. She actually needed more carbohydrates, 55 to 60% of her caloric intake. And uh, we're actually about 10 to 15% of fat. Okay, all good sources of food, but we had to do that. Then number two, um, we had to adjust for the autonomic nervous system, sympathetic versus parasympathetic. There are certain nutrients that somebody might need on one level, but on another level that could be exacerbating because of the current status of the body's response to that. So like for instance, take uh, like say um, uh, niacin. Okay? okay, Well, niacin has an alkalizing effect to the blood pH. So that's going to make a parasympathetic dominant person worse. But it's like, well, what if the mitochondria need B3, right? Well, you have to tonify the vagus, and we do that through structural movement, through stretches, through exercises, breathing, uh, and different things. And we tonify that autonomic nervous system response before we add the nutrient that the body needs. Isn't that amazing, right? So you could do the right thing but in the wrong order, and you'll get a hard, you'll have a hard time. And uh, then, of course, we corrected her environment differently. Uh, when it comes to freeing up from various, you know, uh, uh, EMFs and training her in the way she breathed, the water quality that she was drinking, and getting her circadian rhythm right, uh, so she was up north, wasn't getting a, a whole lot of sunshine because uh-huh. you know, people are scared of it. I'm like, oh, it's going to cause skin cancer. Well, my skin, my skin is flawless, and I live in Central Florida, and I got a i got a little little, little tan for an Irish boy. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a lot of downstream benefits by working severely upstream. So. Uh, the other thing is, is we do an extensive food intolerance panel, right? So there are certain foods that people have lost tolerance to that are, that are otherwise could be healing, call it avocados or uh, pineapple or coconut or, uh, or beets. But unbeknownst to people, for what there's a variety of reasons, those things create an immunological response that is not beneficial. And it's not just about gluten and dairy and eggs and fructose and all that stuff. All kinds of things can cause the body to immunologically be upheavaled, right? We talk about a a balance between your Th1, Th2, and Th17, you know, T helper cells, right? There are certain foods that will upregulate one side of the immune system and or downregulate the other. And so if you're eating healthy things, unbeknownst to you, you're actually inducing this immunological upheaval from eating these healthy things. Isn't that crazy? So that's how we differentiate. We take a look at what is going on for her, and then we test and assess what the body's status is in those systems, and then we differentiate and let that determine what we include or exclude.
1: How quickly does all this happen? I mean, that's a, that's a lot to, uh,
2: you know. Oh, pretty, yeah, pretty fast. So in other words, after you do a full intake, that takes a good hour and a half, and then there's some there's some foundational stuff that the patient needs to go through while we're waiting for the test. The labs usually come back in two to three weeks. Then we take immediate action uh, and then build from there. We start, you know, putting time into uh, those four factors, right, in, environment, lifestyle, mindset, and nutrition all at once. So most people are going to experience a dynamic Turn around uh, in about four to six months. That's how fast. Yeah, I don't ever have. I don't have to do weight loss programs. We get that for free. <laughs>
0: so you know what I mean. So how often are you touching base with people then? I know, you know, obviously this is, this is very extensive from, you know, from what you just described to, to us and, and for our listeners, this seems like a lot, like we're looking at, we're really, we're peeling the onion way down to its core at this point. So (laughs) are you sitting down now? Is there, you know, obviously you said you do this virtually. Is there a point then where, you know, you talked about mindset where, you know, it is like you have to have that sofa talk of oh yeah you know oh, where yeah. did you get here well, mm-hmm. and and I mean talk about that how much does that play a factor into this?
2: Well, we have about two to three contacts a month, so a lot. And then you know th- you know just like all my students, like right now I-, I take on some patients, but then of course you know I, I have a team. So all the everybody who train with me, um, you know, I basically will also uh, have. Uh, and funnel patients to them so that way they can take care of and then we do you have actually a team looking at the case so for the patient it takes about you know two to three um, um, visits a month per se and they range anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes but then behind the scenes uh, um, the, the team actually does case management so they get all kinds of different specialties I've got nurse practitioners and PAs and chiropractors MDs DOs all kinds of stuff. And then we do these rapid fire case management sessions, like a, like what a hospital would do when a caseload. Um, so the thing about it is, is, but then we, we do the initial things where the patients have certain things that just will take some time. But the mindset part really comes into play. Now, I have a very interesting background because uh, I'm a um, NLP practitioner. Um, I've done a lot of uh, psychological work and training with various, you know, uh, people over the years. And um, the thing is, is we definitely have to have those little uh, church meetings. Sometimes you got to tell the patient, say, hey, listen, you know, this is what what's standing in the way of stopping or preventing you from doing this? What are the what are your what is your thoughts doing? Because as you start to bring the body back online, you have these uh, biochemical changes. There is it it can manifest in the brain. I do a lot of work with the military special forces and they come back with you know, traumatic brain injuries that have all these repeated explosions has messed up their brain and how their neurotransmitters and their neurosteroids are firing. So there there is an organic reason behind these so-called PTSDs or these mindset shifts or these angers and rage. So we fix the biological and we correct the environment, but then oftentimes we need to now deframe and reframe uh, what's going across that prefrontal for, uh, um, uh, cortex, right? So we have to teach, you know, the patient to, Hey, listen, you can choose, you can, what I call think purposefully, right? You, you don't, you don't have to go, Oh my God, that's good. Oh, I see a spider. And people freak out. That's because they've chosen to freak out when they see a spider or they could do the Harry Potter where they, you know, (laughs) ridiculous. And they go, Oh, and they put it on skates and now it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So you, you, you can do that in the brain. It's all by choice. So we have different, you know, self inventories and exercises that we do and, uh, teach our our patients to do to be able to do that, and then of course, um, it's amazing what happens when you can leverage fitness, functional movement, breathing, activity, and oh my gosh, play! People forget to play. You gotta play. I tell people to frolic. They're like, "What? You don't want me to work out, and do kettlebells and all stuff?" So I'm like, "No, no flipping tires, okay? You know, put down the the the, the bells, but because we need to give your body time to heal and stop recruiting all that." Right? But at the same time, we want the, the mind shift that comes from the endorphins and enkephalins and the breathing and the oxygenation and stuff that comes from movement. But what if you can combine that movement and make it fun? you know, not, not counting sets and reps? It has its place. It has its place. <laughs> but that's it. So you know the thing is is that's what we have to do is, is the, the mind is, is, is I'm a big fan of the work of uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, wrote a great book called "The Biology of Belief." And he basically puts into terms that people can really simply understand uh, what happens with thought. It is energy. Everything is energy, frequency, and vibration to me per Balance Protocol. And so your thoughts are also. Awesome. And you know where you know where your thoughts go, uh, energy goes, and where energy goes, you know all kinds of things flow. So yeah, you got to overcome that. But movement really helps. You can't just sit there and go. Oh. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you got to lay in the bed and kind of heal up, right? We know that. But uh, it, it's a progression. But man, the power of the mind is amazing. But you can't think your way back into a nutritional deficiency, right? You can't go. I believe that I'm going to have more zinc and copper balance. (laughs) Therefore, my thyroid and my testosterone is going to be delicious. You can't do that. (laughs) So,
1: so again, I'm going to I'm going to ask you to paint this. You know, I'm going to paint it with a broad brush, and and that's not what you do, right? Everything is is uh, you know, yeah, I'm
2: more of a broad brush kind of guy. Okay,
1: all right, so. What is what is the thing that you see the most of people getting hung up on? Which is it? Is it the uh is it the nutrition aspect of it, is it the mindset aspect of it? What is the one that they kinda have or or any of it, the movement or any of the protocols that, that you know that, that you would ask them to do? What is it that they would have the most difficulty either buying into or, or picking up or adhering to?
2: Mm-hmm. Great question, and the answer is this, undoing the shackles of the noise and confusion of the info space. They're like, what do you mean? Everybody, by now, everybody believes gluten's terrible. Listen, I'm from North Carolina, gluten's a food group. I've healed so many thousands of people eating gluten. I'm not gluten-free. My bowels are amazing, right? So, you know, the same thing. I don't demonize any food group. Not a single thing. This whole anti-nutrient stuff—it's BS. Right. The whole plant paradox and lectin—that's all BS. Okay. Gundry's—he's a doc who wanted to come not be a doc anymore. As far as I'm concerned, he had to come up with a hook. I had to come up with a niche. I had to come up with a story to tell everybody. Oh man, lectins are bad. He sells you know, he that. So he sell sells it something. well, right? Yes. Yeah, you know, it just so happens to sell you something that you can eat lectins <laughs> as long as you take the supplement. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Right. So that's what it is. It's 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 people being ingrained with these things that are bad when no one has ever qualified or quantified them to it. So that is the biggest thing is getting rid of that. You know, like your mom used to tell you. quote my mom a lot. Everybody knows she's a big part of my life. I'm the man I am because of her. So the thing is, is she goes, Sonny, don't ever talk about religion or politics. You won't ever have new friends at new parties. Well, there's now a third thing in this day and age, and that's nutrition. nutrition. Oh my yeah. goodness. Ooh, baby. That's so, the truth. Yeah. So it would be that. That's the biggest sticking point, getting people to actually write down a food journal so I can actually have quantifiable data of what they're eating. Um, some patients, you know, because I work with a lot of busy and high-end entrepreneurs and CEO types and stuff, and they're used to assist them. So I'm like, okay, well, take a picture with your phone. Send it to me. Right. <laughs> Upload it into Dropbox so then we can at least look at it. And so th- that would be it. So the number one thing is, is, is breaking through the noise and confusion as pertains to nutritional dogma everybody's got a way out there. You know, you got some people saying, oh, you just got to eat a bunch of seafood and DHA,
1: right?
2: <laughs> and that's it. I'm going, well, the person who says that, you know, is, is, is morbidly obese and their skin looks like, you know, beef turkey. Yeah, so or I'm they're, like, or hey, they're listen, an Eskimo. You, that's true. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, hold on a second. That is not how I roll. I mean, my, my thing is, is I'll show you bodybuilders who are vegan. They could, they could freaking curl me. So that, that ain't going to work. And I'll show you, you know, carnivore people, same thing. So what it tells us is not that there's one way or the other. It's like it, it proves the point that there's all different options for the person. And then that changes. I can't tell you how many people have gone from one extreme to the other. I, I, my my book will be coming out here pretty soon. I refer to it as swinging the pendulum. Okay. And uh, so that's the biggest sticking point is breaking through these preconceived, dogmatic, obtuse, you know, phony constructs of what is healthy or not or what they should be eating or not. And that's where the resistance comes from because they've been so propagandized to buy into those, it's hard to come out of it.
1: Uh, That's exactly what I was going to say. It's undoing the brainwashing that's taken place.
2: Uh huh. So I tell people, I say, listen, again, don't believe me. Let's do some labs. Let's look at this. Here's a science that substantiates it. I let that dictate my recommendations for you. And I also say it's not going to stay the same based upon season, Light cycle, geographic location, lifestyle and activity. It's going to shift. So it's a moving target, but that's what you learn to do. You bob and weave, and pretty soon you get it dialed in. You get back into that intuition of our divinely created, loving, and ultimately forgiving body and uh, start listening to it. That's it.
0: I get so riled up when we talk about this stuff, Dr. Beck, seriously. <laughs> get wound up. So <laughs> riled up because there is so much out there, and I'm sick of the, you know, we should eat this. We shouldn't eat this. we should. There's so much on the nope, nope, and, and the fighting, the back and the forth between, yeah. you know— this was, was it low fat or low sugar or low carb or, you know, mm-hmm. I can't eat carbs. Carbs are going to make me fat. No, no, no. Carbs aren't going to make you fat. Not moving and eating the wrong foods. The wrong carbs are going to make you fat. Or, That's right. Or, you know, the
2: people who and are. And wrong carbs for that person. Right. I, I have a long right. standing and I mean this and all your audience can take me up on it. I'm like the amazing Randy. Remember that guy? <laughs> yes. He has this, this $100,000 check for anybody who can prove paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. I do. I have $100,000 check for anybody. Who wants to come at me bro who Who? i, <laughs> oh, I will, I, I, will I will shred out somebody on carbs i will fatten up somebody on carbs it's true it, you know i'll do i'll do the same thing with meat i'll do the with the other words because i know how to pick the patient i know how to look at their their physiology and tell you exactly where they are so i'm glad that you're riled up about it and that this is why i'm so honored that you bring me on here and give me you know voice a platform to talk to your audience because if you feel that way and i do too i'm like oh my gosh we're like you know new best friends right (laughs) gonna go in the garage and do karate
0: it's totally it's awesome we're in we're totally in and that's what that's why this podcast is here and again it's the same thing like you're saying for nutrition, it's the same thing that we're talking when we talk fitness, it's the same thing when we talk about, you know, people taking different medications and what yeah. they're doing for their mind, what what yeah. really does work. And it really yep. is very individual. And it, there's no blanket statement yep. or blanket advice that you can give for someone and whoever you go to, make sure you do your research, you know, who are you going to? And I always, I, this horrible thing that I say all the time about, you know, who's your, who's your advice? Is it, is it Joey Donuts that you're going to that got his nutrition and fitness (laughs) thing online? And now, you know, every person gets the same stamp. Um, we have a good friend of the podcast, Jonathan Ross, who says, you know, you can't, you know, you go into a shoe store. Imagine if all the shoes were size seven and you're a size nine. That's there you, go. you can't you jam your foot into those just because that's what they're selling and that's yeah. what
2: society says we should wear. That's not us. No. And and here's the litmus. So that's what I tell people too. Okay. Um, so I, I agree with that 100%. So but then okay but then now what is the litmus? Here's the litmus. The method must come with inclusionary and exclusionary criteria number one. Number two a direct method on how to determine that. That's it. So no matter who you go to, you don't go by followers. And see, now people aren't, educated. They're, they're, they want to be influencers. Gosh, I can't stand that term, right? <laughs> let's not, let's <laughs> not even go there. Yeah, get me started. You know, you know, the devil's an influencer, but anyway. Right. Um, so the bottom line here is, is this, that person should be able to say, Hey, listen, okay, here I, I, I'm saying that you need to be keto. Okay. This is who keto for. This is who keto is not for. If they don't do that, well then they're talking out of their bleep. Then, and if, if that does correct, you go okay. Here's how we're going to make a determination, and here's how we're going to qualify it, quantify it, measure and monitor it. When do you when when is, when, when do you pull the ejection handle? What 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 is the uh, departure sequence? You know, when like in medicine they go, oh, you're going to be on this hypertensive for the rest of your life. Well, what if I correct my you know, environment, lifestyle, mindset, and nutrition to where the actual physiological imbalances are, you know, therefore no longer imbalanced. Do I keep taking them? Well, yeah, it's highly likely they – I mean w- w- what a diabolical scheme to put somebody on a dietary supplement that they now have to take forever. Man, that's that's big business. I, I own a multi-million dollar nutraceutical company, right? But I'm bad for business. <laughs> I make people qualify for what they have to take. I say, nope, four months, six months, boom, stop taking. But it made me feel so much better. Great. Well, you're done. <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's so like a, like a timeshare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know what the maintenance fees are going to be. I don't know what you're talking about down here. I
1: know
2: it. I know it. <laughs> but that's it. So that litmus is super, super important, guys. I mean, I can't tell you. It, it, somebody's got to be able to say, listen, that is not for you. This method is for these person. This is how you try it on, you know, in the shoe store or not. And then, right? This is what you. This is when you stop. That's it. But if it, if it's a one size, this way, if you're a homo sapien, you should eat this. And they try to substantiate with all the science. I like to pick on keto craze these days because it's you know mm-hmm. I've used keto for way before it became cool. Um, but it, it has its downsides, right? Um, there, you, you got to know when to stop.
0: Yep. Yeah. And that's it. Is it for medical purpose? Great, then let's do it.
2: But oh hey my gosh, gosh. I, mean, I have when, to. When tell do you, you stop taking an antibiotic? Well, it'll keep right. you keep taking it. You know, you won't ever get any infections, but we know that doesn't work. So let's apply that same sample, right? (laughs) You know, it's it's a very, it's really simple when it comes down to it. But again, we'll say these things and people will still, but, 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 but they say, they say, you know, remember, you know, you 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 have kids and stuff. Well, well, everybody else is, or they say, or they look at all these followers.
0: I saw the best thing in the story yesterday. I totally forgot to tell you, Brian. Keto cookies. Oh, Yeah. Keto cookies? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh,
1: that's the "Wait, gir- what?" Yeah, the Girl huh? Scout cookies are gluten free, so don't worry about it. Oh, jeez, forget about it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. So, we talked about a little bit the the patient or the client or the or the consumer um, with this. Now, you are also working and educating and rolling out programs for for the doctors and and for the yeah. um, the clinicians that yeah. were, are helping people with with your with your uh, balance protocol. Sure. Wow. How how hard is it convincing them that
2: they're wrong? <laughs> uh, not hard because no. I don't market to them. They yeah. come to me by you know hearing or the successes. Or I have lots of other proteges out there. Um, you know I've got you know uh, a John Mitchell who's a who's a physician's assistant over in uh, uh, Pennsylvania, across the across the way from you guys. And um, you know same kind of thing. He was he was he's he he's like a medical insider. He worked for other docs. He's like, man, this ain't working. Even functional medicine docs. And they were applying that same old name it blame it claim it tame it game, and they were just selling supplements and saying everybody had SIBO and take it put everybody on elimination diet, and it was so cookie cutter. He said, "I'm out" because they they're not getting results. And uh, you know the thing is, is it, it, it's a matter of taking a look at these different folks. I've got a uh, a medical doctor, uh, Kathleen birchino She's down in South Carolina, and she was a 15, uh, 14, 15 year ER uh, medical doctor. And uh, she was, you know, she's, she's beautiful too, and her, uh, her husband's a plastic surgeon, and you know she's steeped in that, right? She's like amazing lady. And so the thing is, it, it's like I'm like, well, she realized that medicine, that model can only go so far, and uh, she she's gone through training. Most of these people have gone through a um, an educational institution called Institute for Functional Medicine, IFM. And uh, I went through all this stuff, too, but it's an empty barrel, right? You, 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 When you come out of that program, you do not know how to practice functional medicine, right? I'm just going to let everybody know. So if you're finding docs through that, they need more past that. It's just like doctors out of medical school. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the last graduating person and the valedictorian both got the same title, right? Right. So – there's a difference in skill set, so the big issue is, is I don't have to convince them. They know their models are failing. They know that conventional medicine is an acute care model only, right? So if if, if you're having a heart attack, go there. I mean, because that's what you got to do. If you're injured in an accident, we say you got to go there. But if we're talking about chronic things like psoriasis, Hashimoto's, um, you know. Any of those kind of long-standing things, migraines and and, and irritable bowel, things, those kind of chronic diseases, those are resolvable. Absolutely, 100% resolvable. You just have to not do the same things that you were doing that got you there, and you got to be willing to release that. And and a lot of the docs nowadays are realizing that. And what's really cool is, is is that was the thing for me. I said, you know what? I'm I'm kind of tens of thousands of patients later, I just want to have intellectual grandkids. I want to have students and protégés, my preceptees who then now get the results that I have for the last 25 years. And that's where I get my joy, right? So I'm kind of like the intellectual grandparent, I kind of like to say. <laughs> and they come and they seek that, seek me out, and they train. It's a long thing. I mean, they're with me a, you know, a year to two years. We build out a virtual practice for them. I've worked with health coaches. I got a couple, uh, Mary and Jeremy. They're down in Louisiana. They have two two uh, boys that were uh, vaccine injured, right? um And they're like, we are not going that route. And we've done tremendous things already for their life, blew their minds. And they said, you know what? We're changing our careers because we want to learn this and help other families recover from this, but not call everything, you know, you get into the autism world and kids and stuff. It's like, wow, that's a whole nother ballgame. But so in other words, health coaches and people that people, there's a lot of people out there that desire to help other folks. And there's all kinds of toolboxes and methods. I just help put them together in the right order and and master it you know if you want to if you want to have sculpt people's physiques and stuff like that like you guys do that's fantastic a very useful tool and a skill set um i was a personal trainer for 10 years i don't i don't want to do that (laughs) (laughs) moving the plates and you know counting to eight and ten anyways um the the bottom line here is is there doesn't take a lot of convincing they just need to know when they want to walk away And say, you know what? There's a better way. I got into this field because I want to help transform people's lives. I want to have significance. I want to have impact. And I tell them, well, if you want to do it with integrity and you want to do it the right way and not be just chasing money, then there's a place for you and you can learn. So it doesn't – they're leaving medicine in droves it's unbelievable.
1: Is is that, you know, I you know, you kind of see it and even even if they are staying in in medicine and and there's almost a there's a paradigm shift I think that's taking place and it's probably a spawn of the internet and 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 maybe some information, but I I think that people are getting, you know, we're seeing different doctors out there. We're seeing right. different methods of going about it. Is that something I mean, obviously you're you're doing this and you're on the the, the you know, the forefront of it. Is that something that you're really uh, seeing, you know, more so than maybe we are?
2: Yeah. Well, and and it, because that's the thing is you have all – you have a specialist, right? You got somebody for your girly parts. You got a guy for your guy parts. You got something for your heart, one for your brain, one for your skin, one for your inner tube, you know, your hooter-tooter-tooter, tooter, <laughs> right? You got you got a doc for all these different everything, and they don't all talk, right? right. And they're all properly trained, board-certified on that organ system. What yeah. I mean—that's like mm-hmm. unbelievable. So I get that uh, there's places for specialists, right? Um, but there's a reason why we have general contractors who oversee the plumber, the electrical, the flooring, the finished carpentry. So you have the specialists is what I have. Another thing in my book, as I say, specialists killed the business, right? So I mean, there, there's even people that nope, I only do surgery on the right side of the body because that's where they're comfortable in the mm-hmm. operating room. That's it. I mean, it, it's it's highly niched, if you will. Um, and then, you know, the, the, then of course, don't get a start on the world of the brain. Everybody's jumping to, you know, the brain now. So all these people that were niched into these other things are all going to jump into brain health because, you know, just Wi-Fi and EMF and artificial light is just killing people's brains, all these digital devices. So the, the, the key take home here is, is yeah, I'm seeing these different specialists going, you know, I just want, I, I realize that I need to do more with my patient. I didn't get into medicine to just sit there and, you know. Shuttle papers around and write a little script pad. You know, they really thought that they were going to get people well, and they're absolutely ultimately admitting that it's not—it's not a wellness model.
0: You have
2: glossed over your book
0: like eight times.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm finishing and- it up now. That was the thing I've been really hesitant on putting it out because that's another one of those mechanisms. You know, it's—it's it's the guru method, and people go, well, you know what? If you want to raise your authority and expertise out there in the market, what you need to do is you need to write a book. And then now you're an author. When if you're an author, you're an authority. And then they wrote the book on this. They didn't come. It, people don't question. Hold on a second. What the hell does that person know about that? I mean, mm-hmm. like, Lily, I know people who are writing all these books in this space that either a, you know, like people like JJ Virgin who have other people, ghostwriter books, which got a cool name, beautiful face. But the bottom line mm-hmm. is, is so <laughs> they're putting out information out there that is, is, is uh, a niche, you know, no sugar. So all the people are like, oh, that's the new answer. I'm gonna go there So the bottom line is, is, just because you put out a book doesn't make it true, right? So that's the reason why I'm actually had to get, I had to do my own mindset, right? I had to say, well, hold on a second, Beck, you need to, you know, drink your own Kool Aid and realize other people want to hear your message, you know, share who you are and put it out there. So actually, you know, truth be told, self-deprecation here, you know, I had to overcome that because I didn't want to be a, yet another book on Amazon, you know, to where somebody just wrote a little topic on stuff because, you know, I started writing it. And next thing you know, I'm 600 pages in. I'm like, ain't nobody buying a 600-page book. Try <laughs> so to chop it down. And uh, so anyways, I'm working on that now. There's, but There's So I'm really just dialing it in because, you know, people, uh, they want things that are punchy. But how do I blend the truth and integrity with that, you see? So, um yeah, I've, I've held back on releasing it because of that. So that was one of my limiting beliefs that I had to overcome. So I'm finishing it as much as quickly as I possibly can.
0: Awesome. So, when uh, when do we expect that? Is there a timeline going on or what?
2: Oh, man, you guys are going to time close me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I really do, you know, hopefully want to get it done um, here no later by the end of the year, but realistically, I'm trying to get it out by the fall in the next, you know, 60 to 90 days. All right. Beautiful. Yeah, pretty much done. I just, you know, you got to go, I got to have a pretty cover, you know. You know, I just, I know. Yeah. There's a it couple little, little marketing little things. Of, you know, vanity, you know, right? The aesthetics.
0: So, aside from the book right now, as we're coming to a close, what are you looking to I don't know, I guess give us a picture of the next I don't know, maybe five years, ten years. What do you see? Where do you see yourself?
2: Well, what I'm working on now is is is, is training more clinicians, health coaches, nutritionists, doctors, chiropractors, and things like that in balance protocols so we can be a force multiplier. Um, I'm in the process of starting a non nonprofit. Um, that does pro bono and uh, philanthropic care for the military and their families, so that way people who don't have access to uh, you know things, because you know we're kind of an investment. You know, the, the people that are on my caliber um, that aren't paying through insurance, I mean, it's an out-of-pocket expense and it's an investment. I'll tell people that. But the thing is, it's well worth it, and you get your life back. So I'm working on uh, training more people through the protocol. Um, I have a lot of people who come to me and are seeking help, and so what I do is, is uh, I have a team that I can match people with uh, a clinician based upon their uh, geographic location, liking, and uh, all that other kind of fun stuff. So that's what I'm doing the next five years. I'm looking at uh, about a thousand acres here in Central Florida, about just west of me, about 25 minutes. Where I'm going to build the retreat of all retreats, and it's going to be amazing. I just built a house completely EMF free. Everything's all wired, uh, no artif, no, no bad lighting or anything like that. And I want to show people how to correct their environment, their lighting, be things, you know, free of EMF. Not selling all these stupid little trinkets and little Organite pyramids and all that other kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh, people kill me. So a training <laughs> center, a training center. That's where I'm going at, so people can come and experience it. Um, the, 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 sanitariums of back in the day, but more, um, more fun and hands on and learning where people can come and do all that and, uh, building the staff and the team to be able to do that. So that's the next five years for balance protocol. Pretty cool.
0: Yeah, sounds like they need a uh some some health wellness fitness mindset <laughs> and nutrition I do, uh, I do. to come I, down I and help out with that up. retreat sometimes. So um, you know Better you got it. you got two fit crazies on your side right now who
2: that's are what I'm talking about do karate in the garage super no, behind. So that's what's funny. I, yeah. you know people say everything happens for a reason. I always like to know what the reason is, and I, I expect great things. Uh, you know, I'm a non-apologetic Christian, so I don't talk about the universe, but that's okay, if people. as if well, you know, God brings things to me, and I try to pay attention to who comes in my life and the lesson learned, and the things I, I realized I can't do it on my own. I have to be uh, humble and patient. Um, you know, contrary to popular belief, the humble things comes easy, but the patience, whew, man, that's what I have my wife for. She helps me out. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's 17 years younger than me, you know, giggity, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> she really helps me out, man. She, she, she is she is the uh, the toner. And uh, so that's the thing is I, I do love it. Um, I appreciate you guys having me here and talking this. Hope you haven't, you know, been too goofy. But at the end of the day, we just love
1: life, it. life is amazing
2: and real. I'm, and I'm great to be connected to you guys.
1: Well, we appreciate it so much and uh, not too goofy for us. You kidding me? Oh,
2: my gosh. We're yeah. crazy, <laughs> Dr. Beck. Uh, yeah,
1: you just a couple of crazy. <laughs> we are.
0: We do some crazy stuff, but in the
1: all in the name of
0: health and wellness and, you know what, and making people good. feel good and younger by the day you know. is what it's all about.
1: So.
2: That's what I'm talking about. And a little bit of Botox is okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> how does uh, how does everyone track you down? Where do they find you? Where Where can they uh, look you up next after listening yeah, to this? Yeah, well,
2: the thing is, is you can go to – of course, I'm everywhere on social media now that I'm learning to swim in that space is uh, Dr. Anthony G. Beck is everywhere, D-R-Anthony G-B-E-C-K, Dr. anthony Beck, doctor Anthony G. Beck on uh, Instagram and all that kind of fun stuff. Same thing with Facebook. I have a great uh, group on Facebook called Balance Nation. Where I actually answer questions and stuff in there, and so do all my other uh, um, uh, preceptees and staff and stuff. It's pretty cool. So it's a real hands-on kind of thing. Uh, so they can um, look for that. The other thing is they can go to my website, dranthonygbeck.com, and um, you know, uh, BalancedProtocol.com has got a, is is in the process of a new makeover, so that's coming out pretty cool. I have an online training course that I can uh, make available for your uh, for your folks and stuff like that if you want. Um, it's about uh, 50 hours of online instruction where I cover uh, uh the basis of, of the method and then we get into air water light sound emf and food as the starting point for any wellness journey uh, a lot of fun on there it's a really cool online training course and uh so that can be accessed through balance com.
1: yep that would be it well very good i think uh i think you've done a good job for us doc we appreciate uh, all <laughs> Thanks, this guys. information and uh you know we just uh hope uh we well, gotta that-
2: come to florida you guys have some kids right oh yeah Oh man, come on down on business.
1: Three crazy boys, and I got two. That's
2: what I'm talking about two crazy man. kids. You know, <laughs> that's wonderful. You guys are welcome down this way too.
0: Absolutely, we'll be right there.
1: <laughs> we'll wait till but it gets right a little there. warmer. You know, a little cooler here and a little warmer down there. We'll be there. Oh, there you man. go. I got
2: Star Wars is opening. Oh, I is, know it's uh, I'm a Star a, Wars freak.
1: Yeah, I always say. So far, I've convinced my kids that Disney's just a place on television. You can't actually go there yet. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's, uh, it's terribly expensive, that's so funny. <laughs> right? No, but you know, so and so from school went there. I said, oh, they're just pulling your chain. It's okay. Uh, that's right. Yeah, grandma, <laughs> grandma funded my children to go. And, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Conti went and ruined it for me. I'm uh, sorry. My secret's I'm sorry. out. That was. Uh,
0: Make up some story about my mom or whatever. It's fine. (laughs)
2: That's that's great. And
0: there are two Darth Vader's that guard my front door of my house. (laughs) For a long time, I was like, Oh my gosh. And now I'm like, yeah, well I'm resigned. It's fine. That's just (laughs) the way it is. They got lightsabers and everything. But thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to put all your information up on our social media platforms and whatnot and get them out to our listeners. And please keep doing what you're doing because the world needs more of, uh, of your work and, You know, people need to start realizing that, you know what, life is more about just not about one thing, but looking at everything. So, man, here, here. All right. So with that said, it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are to Fit Crazes. And the microphone. We are where
1: it's at. Peace.